Hey gang, this is John Syatt. Well, if a child said that they wanted to learn how to play a sport or a musical instrument, but they said that they didn't want to be coached, they were afraid to be coached, or they didn't like the idea of the coaching process, but they said that they wanted to become exceptionally good at that thing, whatever it is, whether it's a sport or playing a musical instrument, what chance really do they have of becoming successful? And of course, you and I both know their chances of becoming highly successful at that thing would be almost zilch, zero, nada. It's interesting what I find among adults, that once we have gone through elementary, junior high, and high school, and maybe through college, we then go out into the big wide world and expect that we're going to figure it out and we're going to succeed at a very high level and not submit to the process of coaching. See, because we think that the process of coaching is for someone who wants to learn how to play a musical instrument or maybe a sport. And yet, what I have come to find out in my own personal experience is that there are so many opportunities to get coached in life in so many different areas. Whether we're talking our relationships, our health, mental, physical, and emotional and spiritual health, and then our finances, our business, and all of the things that are involved in that process, from communication and discipline and discovering our passion, our purpose, our why, you know, putting together a schedule and following it. I mean, all the, the minutiae and detail in that. That as you start to look at it, it starts to make sense that, man, if I want to be successful in life, have a great, loving, caring, nurturing, successful relationship, that maybe I should get coached, that maybe I should have a counselor, a relationship counselor, a marriage counselor, someone who can help me in my conversations with myself so I can improve my conversations with my significant other or find a significant other. Or that maybe I need a health coach, a nutritionist, or a trainer who can show me the ways of treating myself better with the food that I eat, with the things that I do with my body from weight resistance and, and stretching and, 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 and cardiovascular exercise, right? And, and nutrition, eating the right things at the right times. That as you start to pay attention to all the things that really ultimately matter, that doesn't it make sense that you would seek out the assistance and the guidance and the expertise of other people who succeed at a much, much higher level than you do. But the real linchpin to all of this, of course, is that you would have to be coachable. Just like the child who expects to become exceptional at a sport or playing a musical instrument, if you're going to become exceptional at any of those other categories that I talked about, your health, relationships, or your business and finances, then it might make sense to be coached. So my question for you is, are you being coached and how coachable are you? Look, there are four levels of coachability. Number one, not coachable at all. And these people, they don't get coached because they're not coachable. They don't believe in it. They have a little voice in their head that says, I got it, I'll figure it out. Not me, I don't need anything. I don't need any help. I know what I'm doing. And yet their life is an example of what not to do. It's an example of when you have these limiting beliefs that you got it all figured out, that you live a substandard or normal life. See, these people have a little voice that talks to themselves and says, this isn't for you. You know what you're doing. You got it all figured out. And it's usually driven by the fact that they are fearful, fearful that they might be discovered as to not having it all figured out. And they can't appear to be weak. 
to other people. And then there's selectively coachable. See, these people, they still have that little voice. And they listen to that little voice. But despite that little voice, they will ask, they will, they will do what they're asked to do, but selectively. So they won't do everything that they're asked to do, but they'll do some of it. So the voice says, well, that I agree with, and I think that will work. But then the voice says, but I don't like that part, so I'm not going to do that. They select what works for them, and then they just dispose of or dismiss what they believe doesn't work. And then there's the person who's reluctantly coachable. Now, this person is rare. This person will do everything that their coach asks them to do, but they still have that little voice. The little voice says, but I don't know. But you know what? I'm still going to do it. My coach is asking me to do it. I believe in being coached, so I'm just simply going to do it. But I still don't know if it's going to work. And then there's the person who's completely coachable. Now, this person is extremely rare. See, they do everything that they're asked to do. They believe in coaching, so they submit to the process, and they do exactly what they're asked to do. Even if they don't do it perfectly, they know that if they do it, that they're going to be more successful. Why do they know that? Because they surrender that little voice that says, well, but wait a minute, but what if, and it can't, and it won't, and I'm not. See, they surrender that voice. So my question for you is, where do you fall on that spectrum? Not coachable, selectively coachable, reluctantly coachable, or completely coachable? Gang, if you want to be successful in life to a higher degree in any of those categories that we talked about, you've got to be coachable. Are you being coached? And how coachable are you? Give these things some thought, and as usual, I'll see you at the top.